Five o'clock, so we'll go ahead and call this meeting to order. Jamie, if you want to do roll call. Freddie? Uh, here. Bruning? Here. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Here. McGinty? Here. Move on to see if there's any conflict of interest tonight. Nope. No. 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 If none, we'll move on to three. We'll need a motion to approve the consent agenda A through E. <coughs> no problems with the liquor licenses? Nope, they're there. all good. I'll move to approve consent agenda items A through E double E. Yeah, double E it is double E. <laughs> Oops. I'll second that. Got a motion oh. a second. Curtis, what are the items on the consent agenda? Approval <laughs> of the agenda, agenda, approval of the minutes of the June twenty-second council meeting and the 29th special council meeting. Renewal license, Indian, well, Indian lanes, outdoor service and Sunday sales. <coughs> New license for Indian lanes, special service for July 25th, 2021 for Reg Bright. Consideration of a, a application of a Travis DeLance for a bow license of hunting inside the city limits and the claims. Thank you. Does it list how much the claims are in the amount of? I got it here. <clears throat> Total is $175,997.10. Thank you. And a motion a second. Any other questions, discussion? For good, Jamie can call for a vote. <coughs> Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Rennie? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. <coughs> Move on to four. Now is the time if there's any citizens, they have the opportunity to address the council on items that are not on the agenda tonight, if anybody. Nothing. We'll move on to miscellaneous. Consideration of advertising for a janitor to clean the city office. Larry's <clears throat> telling Houston did it and up until the end of May. And then we've um, left it open in the meantime. But it's uh, probably time to take bids on it. So do we have a job description for that? Or is that just a, is that just a it's independent just, contractor? Yeah, uh, under the job advertisement, it, it's just basically tells you, or you know, what you're responsible to claim. How often? Or? Yeah, but there's never been a, to my knowledge, an actual job contract. So it's a weekly cleaning job? Yes. <clears throat> and is the person bonded then? Uh, it's up to the council if they want to prior that. Either bonding or at least having, having insurance as an independent contractor. You want to do that or not? I'd, I'd be totally fine with that. Uh, in the amount of 100000 Insurance or anything. For liability insurance, is up here. I guess I'm just thinking if 
something is broken or if something is left open or I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overthinking it. It, would, it might limit our number of applicants too. I don't know. Did we have one for Larry? Was he bonded? I believe he had liability insurance. Did he? Okay. He probably would have had liability insurance because of his painting. Oh, yeah, yeah probably. Either or. Not necessarily have to be bonded with that insurance. Bonded is wrong. I mean, liability insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> it might be liability insurance. Okay, that's more reasonable. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean bonding. I was. <coughs> Would there be a mount, uh, an amount? It seems like I've seen a hundred, around a hundred thousand before and stuff like that. What if we just said successful applicant may be asked to provide proof of liability insurance? Okay. <coughs> Actually serves as a supervisor for this person. Probably Janie would be the she's the head of the office. <laughs> I would move to advertise for a custodian independent <clears throat> contractor for the city office, adding to the presented thing that the successful applicant may be requested. I'll second that. <clears throat> a motion to second. You sure you want to word it? Maybe asked. <laughs> or you want to word they have to have it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna word it as they have to have it. Okay. But it's. We'll I'm not gonna put it in the paper next week. It'll be the week after. So. Um, it, but I'll I'll send it out and we can take a look at it. But it'll be required. And I'll try to see what I can find. That um, there wasn't a lot of stuff on my old computer about the former because Larry been done it, had been in it for several years, so I don't know the last time that they did that. <coughs> Curtis, was, Curtis, what was Larry's last check? His last, I don't know, what a month? was it three hundred yeah. a month or something uh, like that? It was like two fifty a month, I think. Two fifty. Two fifty a month. Thank you. Got a motion? A second. And a second. Any other questions? Discussion? If nothing, Jamie can call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Yeah. Rennie? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. Move on to B. The consideration of setting the work week of July 25th through the 31st to Sunday through Thursday, closing the city offices on Friday in order to reduce overtime exposure. Or expenditures due to rate by. So this was just kind of my idea of a solution to a problem of having excessive overtime for that week. Is if we just shifted the work week and made the work week Sunday through Thursday, and then Friday would be a day off. 
um, and then I wouldn't have to pay necessarily. It'd be an eight, Sunday will be an eight-hour shift for everyone. It'll be just like a regular day, and they yeah, I'd be working rag right that day, and then we'll just close the office that Friday, so we don't have to pay a bunch of overtime. It seemed like it'd be a fairly efficient way to to do things for that week. It'll be like all staff leaving the office. Everything can be down there and everything. Well, there, it won't be. It won't be. The offices will be closed, but it'd be it function just like normal. Water pipe has to have somebody out there, so we might have to have somebody out there to check on it. But police will be working too. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just it'd be like a regular day, you know, it's a holiday. Yeah, there's always somebody out there. We're saying the office <laughs> will be down helping with the regular on Sunday, or are they going to work? The, the office will be working Sunday too. Right. Sunday through Thursday. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be helpful. I mean, so, go ahead. I'll make a motion to um, set the work week of July 25th through the 31st, Sunday to Thursday. Help reduce overtime. I'll second that. Get a motion and a second to approve. <coughs> Any discussion on that or questions? Nothing. Jamie, you can call for a vote. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Rennie? Yes. Rooney? Yes. We wanted to see consideration of closing the administration offices on July 26th to allow office staff to assist in community cleanup, which would be that Monday. It'd be that Monday, and that's the city's <coughs> open, but we wanted to close the office so the office staff can go help everyone else. Are we okay with, with a three cleaning. day week then? Huh? Are we okay with a three day week then? I think it wouldn't hurt anything for that. You know, everybody realizes that's going to be a tough week. Bills aren't due that week or anything. No. So it's not like it's. So, and it may, you know, it, I'm not saying that we, we may not be closed the whole the whole time or one of us could be up here or something from time to time. But in general, it'd be nice to just have everybody down cleaning and picking up <laughs> at the fairgrounds and all that stuff um, to get it, the town cleaned up as fast as we can. Because the fair is coming just. You know, they need to focus yeah. on the fairgrounds right away. Yeah. yeah. Monday. <coughs> so it, it's like all hands on deck type of thing. I think it would be good. I think it would, maybe it would be nice if, you know, on on the door if there was somebody's cell phone or something that in case of emergency or something. I mean, we can do that. We do forward our phones to the comm center uh, for emergencies as well. So. I would suggest doing that too. I was going to bring that up actually. Sorry. No, that you're fine. I mean, I see I, if somebody shows up and has, oh, gee, I've got to, I don't know what kind of was, you know, have to buy a cemetery lot or something. I mean, you know, I think yeah. it'd be. Yeah, I mean, a person, we'll, we'll do on a case by case basis as far as That's a sure things like that. Yeah, we'll talk about that morning anyway. And you no. guys may be back by afternoon. Typically, you know, just a thought, what we did, I know what we did like during the, when we were shut down with COVID, is we'll forward the phones <coughs> to a cell phone, then people don't get our personal cell phone numbers. Right. So when they call here, it'll ring into one of our cell phones. So even if you put something on the door that said, uh, phones, are, phones are, being, are being answered, please call this number, and it can be here, and it can, I mean, I... I don't want anybody to give away a personal cell phone. I get that. Yeah, that's what we did, and they they can just leave a message on that 
cell phone number though and can check them. That's how we did it with the code that it seemed to work good. good. Yeah. So. I, I think it's a good idea. I just think it's probably good to have have some kind of monitoring there that people could be there. Because there could be more problems the day after Reg Bray than we yeah. anticipate. And if it's if there's less problems than we anticipate, then we'll just come up here and open the office. But if there's I'm just I'm I want to make sure we have as many people as possible out cleaning, especially fairgrounds and the campgrounds, because we need that as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. I would move to close the administrative offices on July 26th to allow city staff to assist in community cleanup, having a contact number posted on the door when it's locked. Second. Got a motion and a second. Curtis? Well, I think it may have been answered, but is this just the city doing this and you guys are self-directing, or are you joining a, like a wider community cleanup that's been called? This is basically the city employees doing it, but we're, we're welcoming everyone. I know the bank has talked about having people come help, and I think Lance has got some, or is aware of some people that are going to be willing to help. But the more the merrier. The quicker, you know, the more we have, the quicker we can get it done. Okay. Thank you. So we've got a motion and a second. Any other discussion, questions? Ms. Johnson, Jamie, call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Bernie? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. What, what time is everyone showing up to clean up? Well, seven o'clock. I'm going to show up at three. You want to come with me? Sure. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay up that late. <laughs> We're going to D, consideration of approving the vendor list for Reg Bray and Lance is here probably for the next two. Well, for that one for sure. You just want to come up with that. Lance could answer any questions and I'd, I'd be nice if he gave us a quick overview of the game plan so everybody's sees his miracle working going yeah. on here. Uh -huh. um. Yeah, we've got a lot of vendors coming in. Nothing unusual for uh, Rag Bryant. As a matter of fact, a lot of the people coming in are going with the route the whole week. To give you a, I don't know, the, did you guys get a copy of the, yeah. So you can see that almost all of our businesses are open those days, and some of them are running extra hours and extra staff. Um, there's a few businesses that are operating in a different location. For example, Lyways Catering, they would normally cater and bring things. They're going to have a spot. We've got a lot of organizations, and um, and then some people come with RAGBRAI too, like some of those businesses at the bottom talk about Primal Wear and Care Bar and all those. Those are regularly traveling with them as well, along with the food vendors. Um, and so they will all, um, many of the vendors of the, the non-food variety will be along uh, Main Street from Hardware Hank down to Keith's Interiors and the bike repair places will be down North 5th Street from Citizens down to Dance 501. And then the food vendors are in two main places. One is the Courthouse Square where there's a lot of shade. Um, that's particularly important for the bikers. And then quite a few in the fairgrounds as well where the beer garden and entertainment will be. And so we've kind of added up... Um, 
what these people think they can serve, what our businesses think they can serve, and we're well over 20,000 meals for that day. Um, and I went on the conservative side on some of them. If a rag bright vendor says they can sell 2,000 tacos, they know they can sell 2,000 tacos and can make that many. But I didn't always take the top end because we don't really yet know how many people will be here. If it's a nice day, it's going to be a lot. Um, so uh, basically downtown will be closed down from about, start around 11 to mm, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, depending on the traffic of people are still there or not. Then we'll start taking the barricades out, putting those along Main Street to get ready for the next day. And most people will have either gone home to go to bed, and it's a long biking day, so there'll be a lot of those, um, or they'll be down in the fairgrounds for uh, the entertainment. And again, there will be food down there as well. And then the last call is at 11.30, and uh, we're hoping to get people shooing them toward where they're going to be um, by midnight, and we'll keep running the shuttles until we get the area cleared out. A lot of people will stay down here. Some people will leave in cars, but a good share of them will be camping up in the top levels of town, the elementary school, middle school, etc. So getting them back will take a little bit of time. Some will walk, some will bike, but most will probably ride shuttles. So it's going to kind of be a rhythm of cars will arrive on that Sunday because it doesn't take very long to drive from Lamar's to here. And then the bikers will arrive early afternoon to late afternoon, depending on the biking conditions. And then they take care of all of their needs, their shower, their food, find where they're camping, etc. And then they will take advantage of what we have, as, depending on the level of energy that they have left. Sometimes people just find their tent and they just lay there and then that's it. And they find a shower at some point. Other people will be up till midnight and past and do that all week long. Don't know where they get the energy, but there's people like that. So that's kind of an overview of what it will be like. Some of it will depend on what the, what the weather's like that day. If it's 90 degrees and the wind's out of the south, a lot of them won't be here till 3 or 4 o'clock. If it's a nice day, a lot of them will be here at 2 o'clock. But one way or the other, we're shutting things down and... All of the businesses that serve alcohol are planning to be closed by midnight or earlier because they don't want to be the one place that's still open on a night like that. So I think everybody everybody has really been very collaborative and working together, and it's gone well in terms of the planning. But like as we say in the coaching world, we can draw the play up on the board, but can we execute it or not? Well, I guess we're going to find out in about 12 days. But... The, we have we have a lot more volunteers than we had when I was here the last time, and we can still use more because, as Scott said, you know, we want to get the town back going, starting with the fair, fairgrounds area, because the fair gets going. If we have 100 people cleaning up, it goes faster than if there's 50. But it'll get cleaned up. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take. But the fairgrounds are their top priority in terms of cleaning and then having downtown being pretty presentable for Monday morning. Uh, but um, when talking about the city offices, people will need to understand that Main Street will be very, very difficult to cross unless you're an emergency vehicle. Because there will be bikes leaving at 5.30, and they will still be leaving at 9 o'clock. And, um, and later, but after a while, it comes spread out that you could get across. The, but I would say if I was a Sac City citizen, and I'm coming into town Monday morning to work or for whatever, come from the north, come from the south, and don't plan to drive across Main Street because it's going to be very difficult to do so. Um, traffic will be controlled at 
uh, 16th and uh, Main, and we'll have some other traffic controls along the way, but it's pretty much get these people out of town, head to Linton, thank you, had a good time, and get them out of town as quickly as we can so we can start getting back to normal. And the information in the paper today, today's Sex Sun, lays a lot of that out. It shows the routes into town, out of town, and it shows the no parking areas and talks about exactly what I just said. You can get into town, but I might, if I'm Scott, and I live on the south side of Maine, I might have to walk across very quickly to get to Hardware Hank and open it up because it's it's busy. <clears throat> Is there going to be control at the stoplights downtown? Um what did we decide on that? Do you remember? They're, they're going to be flashing. Yeah, when they're leaving, it's, for when they're leaving, it's we're pretty much flashing red and then flashing yellow. So not, we're not stopping the bikes as they come down. So. They're going to just go. Yeah, they're going. Yeah, and it's up to. I mean, if a motorist sees a break, they can go with the flashing red. If not, they're going to have to sit there and wait. Right, and so that's what we're trying to tell people. Don't. And I mean, it is a pretty. Con, it's a. Well, I'm just thinking, it's a pretty. Stack that day, it's a pretty continuous no stream. Going down this way to get them. Well, There's you could no probably problem. come up errands, and that would... You'd have to get across to that side of the street first. Right, but you can do that through... Because we have a lot that come from the north that come to work. Right. They're going to have to come in a different way. They'd probably have to go... Let's say they lived in Nemo. Let's say they lived in Nemo. Okay. Storm Lake. Then I would, then I would come <clears throat> over to... seven. I would go over to early, go down 71 to 175, come up M54 from the south, and go down through Gishwiller and Ninth and Bonans Hill and Aaron's and up the back way. And they'll be able to do that. There'll be nothing there. There'll be no heavy amount of traffic that would stop them from But they've got to get across from that side of town to that side of town. You're saying come in from the north and go... Well, if you wanted to, if, you, if you're trying to get from north to Parkview, on the, uh, then that would be one way. If you're coming from south, you'd have to... There's, there's other ways you right. can get around. South would be easy. Right. North, you just go uh, into town, shoot down... Yeah. Come in from the armory, take gravel. Well, that's where everybody's going to be leaving. It's from the armory. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, there'll that's be car, there'll there's be no. there'll be cars leaving there, but not that many. Not so many that you can't get through there. It'll be busy, but not like the bike traffic. The bike traffic is so continuous. It's you know there's going to maybe be 300 cars pulling out of 300 to 400 cars pulling out of the elementary area. Well, that's like a big ball game. It you know it's not that you can't get across there. But the bike traffic, trying to cross 20 is hard. You're going to want to go around on either end to get into town. Um, a story I always, I always tell people is, you know, we've all been out and seen, like, dogs that like to come and bark at cars and all that. And I've seen them by 7 o'clock in the morning and 2,000 bikes have gone by. They've given up barking anymore. And that's where you're going to be. You're going to give up trying to cross that road because it just keeps going and going and going. But you'll just have to go around. Um, around the edge. But you can get into town from anywhere. It's just getting across 20 or old 20 is your trick. You might have to do that on foot. It might be your easiest way to do it. Or on a bicycle. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. You may want to review that with uh, Kids World too. I've talked to them. They can. Okay, they, well, we they, talked they, about it last night at the meeting. And they're still. They're still confused. Yes. So you may want to talk to them. Okay, about I'll it talk too. to Kelly and see. You know, but it's essentially the same thing for them. I figured there'd be traffic control at M54 too, and so I told her to yeah. tell her people to maybe essentially come in there. But they'd have to the go. Stoplights. Yeah. They. Yeah. No. They. 
that won't be traffic controlled for not till all the bikes are through because it's just really quite honestly it's an inconvenience for the people trying to get across don't get me wrong but it's pretty dangerous to try and stop that many bikes coming down that hill you better just let them go it's it's just like stopping them out on the they try to go under the major highways instead of stopping them but occasionally sometimes you don't have any choice but in this case they'll just have to pick a different way if you live south of town it's not going to be that hard to get to kids world but if you live north of town it's more challenging but again it's the same thing you can go around and come up m54 and then you can get there because people will be turning out of that but we, we are going to have control i believe as they turn out of the elementary school so you can get to robbins and turn in or you can come up robbins the other way but i'll talk to kelly yeah, and suggest things yeah So we need a motion to approve the vendors as they're presented here. Okay. I'll make a motion to approve the vendors as presented on the sheet. I'll second it. Got a motion and a second to approve the vendor list for Regbray. Any other questions or discussion or? I mean, on top of that, then they're obviously local businesses that are operating out of their normal locations. Uh, how many are there? I, I, I assume, like, as far as food vendors, what like cattlemen, five they're food vendors. Yeah, they're well. They might be operating out in front of theirs, but not. But like the VFW, the bowling alley, right? They're right, they're, right. right. And I think all the people that serve alcohol that are doing that have asked for or are asking for um, the permits to do that. Um, so who are you looking for? Who are looking for? Steakhouse. Yeah, the the this is just the people that need oh, approval, like from Ragbri, okay. our committee. It is not the list of people like the bars that are serving outside. So you got some of those on the agenda tonight, but that's that's not our. These are the people that we want to approve as essentially out of town vendors, correct? And I think most of our places that are selling alcohol are going to try to serve outside, but they they need to come to you and make sure that's okay. Placement State has. Placement State has. Cattlemen's is. They got an outside liquor license. Right. Cattlemen's got the liquor license, but no food. Outside special service. VFW has a. VFW has a big outside area there anyway, don't they? Well, they have their screened in. Yeah, I don't think the VFW is planning to serve food. I don't know that they're planning to be outside, whereas, like, Indian Lanes is where they normally wouldn't. So, but that's for them to come to you guys and ask for that. So we've approved Indian Lanes, we've approved Cattlemen's, we've approved Place on State. I'm about the only ones. Well, we got a motion and a second on this list first. Let's wrap that up and then go with the other stuff. Jamie, you can call a vote on this. Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Rennie? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. Then if we have any further questions for Lance, any concerns or I know he's got genera two generators downtown, one in what Keith Alley and one over by over bet between the you know, kind of between the Civil War statue and the fire station. So all these vendors will run off of right run off of those power. They they had to tell us what they needed for power, and we're renting two generators that they're shipping in, and we'll so we don't have to hook up. 
special wires for that. That's a lot. Of, I mean, it's expensive to do the generators, but more expensive to do all the special hookups, and then you've got all these things that you don't need anymore. So um, we think that will work well. It's like the approach they use at the Clay County Fair. They'll just line them up behind all their vendors, and and so we should have enough power to do that. And, can I get with you sometime last to pin down exactly where we're going to have people in the exact times? Yeah. Times you want them. Yeah. I mean, I have ideas we've talked about, yeah. but just so we can write yep. it on paper for sure. Yeah. Jamie sent me one that's got some of that, but let's let's get together. Just to and make do that. sure. Mm -hmm. So then, I know cell phone service will be spotty at mm. best. Is that how is that affecting the first responders' community? We're operating on all radios and. You know, landlines use probably work, so somebody wants to call something in. But yeah, we're, we're on all radios. So it should, and then we have internet going to our command center from Corn Belt. So. It probably won't affect the emergency much, other than if you are homeowner A and you just have a cell phone, yeah. you may have a hard time reaching 911. That's why we've been saying to people, know where your nearest landline is in your neighborhood if need be, because you may need to call that in the case of an emergency. Um, because it, cell phone service will be spotty at best, as you said. Um, there will be extra Wi-Fi service thanks to Corn Belt in the um, fairgrounds and in the elementary parking lot or elementary area because they have fiber to those spots. And U.S. Cellular is bringing in another tower to be set up down near downtown, and that will help. But again, I think you would—it's going to be spotty, and so. And I know we've been trying to get the word out, but just until that emergency happens, you don't think, oh, yeah, today's the day I needed to know where my nearest landline is, and there's no phone booths anymore to duck into. Uh, certainly people should try their cell. It may well work. But in an emergency, I think I would find the nearest landline to, to do that. Or find people who are in Ragbury, because not only will the police have radios, we're renting 90 radios to be out in the hands of so every city worker who's manning a barricade will have a radio. Every bus driver, uh, every bus shuttle bus that's going will have a radio on it. So those people would be able to reach the command center pretty quickly too. And so that may be something we want to emphasize, that look for somebody with a radio because they would be able to reach the police more quickly. And most parts of town are going to have somebody like that. Well, thank you for all your work, and I, you know, I'm sure that probably the big party will be happen for you the day after. Not that. A couple days. We got to get cleaned up Maybe first. Tuesday. Yeah. Maybe um, the weekend following. Yeah. After, you, after you've had your five day nap. Yeah. It may come to. It's going to be a late night, like Scott said. He's going to be up at three o'clock helping to open up the Chautauqua building. So it, it does give you an indication of how. All day long, it kind of is. You know, it goes till midnight for the beer garden and things. But they started serving breakfast in Chautauqua at 5 o'clock in the morning because there'll be people up ready to eat that. And a few of them are the ones that stayed up till midnight and got up at 5, but it's usually the people who went to bed at 9 that want to get on the road. But it's, it's a city of 20,000 people sitting on top of you for a day. And so it's a lot of people. <coughs> Anything... That folks that are helping clean up that we should bring. I, you know, it doesn't hurt to bring gloves, but other than that, no, we'll have plenty of garbage bags and things, and we'll have 
roll-offs and dumpsters kind of strategically placed. So I, I don't think so. You shouldn't really need anything. We should have plenty of garbage bags. Okay. Um, anything we ever need, like a rake or something, or is it just going to pick up cups? And you wouldn't. No, there shouldn't be much of that. No, I think it's it's going to be just normal kinds of trash that you'd pick up. So gloves are always a good idea there. Um, and we hope if we get the garbage cans out and deployed right, there will be less to pick up. Because most people, right, by people included, if they can see there's a trash can 20 feet that way, they'll throw it away. If they have to look and look and look and they don't see one, it might end up in the ground. So that's part of us. But we'll probably have, oh, I don't know, 300, 350 trash and recycling receptacles out, spread out around the campgrounds and the common areas like the fairgrounds and downtown. So that will help. And then we have people who are volunteered to help empty them on Sunday so they don't fill up. Because that's another thing that happens. If you don't empty them, they fill up and it just spills off onto the ground. So we have to make sure those get emptied pretty regularly. So we do need to communicate if we haven't what hours we would like the Solid Waste Agency open on that Sunday. They're willing to I mean, they right. be open. Right. But they were asking, I know that. I think we were asking that. that Till at least six. Cliff was asking what hour, and they'll make it work. But just maybe call out and say this is this is the time that we need to have you open so that we can do this. I'm thinking three to six, maybe Jamie. You know, because they won't fill up that fast. Our plan is to make a, a couple rounds on the garbage truck. Make a round on the garbage truck, starting at like three. Um, take it out, dump it, and then. One more round, take it out and dump it, and then we'll do another round, and that'll stay here till Monday. If you're starting the round at three, you may not need them open at three. Well, we may, we'll, we'll probably start the round earlier. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll head out that way at about three. If, but if, you, if so. one of you could get a hold of how long do they estimate it to take for them to ride from Mars to here? Well, your typical bike rider will make, rag ride type person, will make like 15 miles an hour, counting your brake time. If you're in pretty good shape and the weather's decent, you can bike almost 20 miles an hour. But you stop every X number of times, go to the bathroom or whatever. So you take 83 miles and divide it by 15. And even if you leave at 6 in the morning, you know, you're not here till early in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if the conditions are worse, it's right. it's considerably longer than that. Right. So you get any feedback on the eighty-three mile an hour, or eighty-three mile? Well, trip? the ragbreak people have, yes, because uh, <laughs> it's not only the longest day; it's the hilliest day of the group too. I mean, it, it isn't always that way. Like if finish go through Decora, it's hillier there, but this is the most climb and the longest day. So. Um, and that'd be part of one reason why this isn't a, a host town area, because it's kind of like, it's too short for two days, but it's a long first day almost no matter where you start. But, um, you know, Lakeview's hosted several times, so if you, if you could stay in Lakeview, you could have stayed here. Um, but it's, we're kind of an in-between distance. Storm Lake's a nice distance. <clears throat> it would have been 60-some miles to there. Yeah, that other 25, now it becomes a long day. So... I'm sure they're getting feedback about that, but it's their first day. They're a little more fresh, too. That helps. So. Anything else? I've only gotten one call so far about um, 
road clo- about the no parking, so that's good. But if people do call you and say, well, why is there no parking on this? You know, send, send them my way and I'll explain why we're doing it. But it's basically so emergency vehicles can get through and so shuttles can get through. Because if you take our typical city street and <clears throat> you've got a team bike bus parked on one side and a team bike bus parked on the other side and 30 bikes driving through, you can't get through there with an emergency or a shuttle bus. So we've kind of taken those major roads and tried to keep things open to the hospital and the ambulance area so that it's they'll be relatively clear. Thanks, Lance. You're welcome. Stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to E, the consideration of closing Mauer Avenue on July 25th and 26th, 2021 in front of the EMS garage due to right bribe. I think Bob's there to speak for it. Um, yeah, we just, just for us. to state your name and just, just for us, uh, we just need a place. Basically, what the EMS shed is going to be for is us to restock. Um, so we just need a place where we can just kind of get in there quick, get restocked, and get back out. Um, we're just looking to close it from basically right our property line from the the street Park Avenue to our property line between Dollar General and us. Um, and it's not. Um, you know, if, if bikes need to get, we're not going to stop bikes and stuff going through there. We're, we're more concerned about, you know, just vehicle traffic. I mean, as we know, barricades are not going to be bikes. So that's, basically we're just looking more place. We got about 15 people coming in. So that parking lot's going to be pretty full with them vehicles. And that just gives us that much more room to be able to, you know, get our ambulances, restock. That would kind of be your command center up there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's going to be our command center there. You're going to have different ambulances around town, though, right? Like at the first aid stations. We got yes, we're going to have. Um, we got three ambulances and three side by sides. We're going to put an ambulance at each first aid station, and then we'll have a side by side, with the hopes that we won't need our ambulances and we can just do everything on a side by side because. Even with lights and sirens, ain't nobody going to get out of your way. Yeah. I mean, on a normal day, going up Main Street, people don't get out of the yeah. way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that's our hopes. But that's kind of our game plan. So if we need to restock and stuff, that's basically what we're looking for. You were going to leave something open for the bikes to go through, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, if you guys want a path, you know, on the... It'd be safer to have the bikes east, coming east. to Dollar General that way. And if somebody, by chance, needs to go... Well, if you just get square and left a... You know, yes. on the east, uh, on the east of side of the road there, if you want to, you know, we got enough cones or something just to put in like a four or five foot path there. That ain't yeah. going to affect us any. Right. The big thing, like I said, the big thing is, is just the... Uh, <laughs> The vehicle traffic is what we're trying to avoid there. So, make a motion to um, close Mauer Avenue on July 25th and 26th in front of the EMS garage due to right break. I'll second that. You gonna want the 26th the whole day or just? No. Oh, no. Sorry. What we're looking for is like noon to noon, noon on the 25th to noon on the 26th, just to. Because we, because we got, we got to worry about Linton yet too, so we got to get them through there before we can kind of. And we'll move the barricades in that. Those RVs are coming out of the United Bank, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's, yeah, if there's, you know, 10, 20 vehicles that need yeah. to be gone through, yeah. by all means, we can let them through. We just don't want that to be an avenue for people to, and where we can't get in and out. So, so you can make the motion noon to noon. Yep. 
I'll change my motion to close Mauer Avenue from noon on the 25th to noon on the 26th in front of the email. I'll card. second that. Again. Again. <laughs> now we got a motion a second for 25th and 26th from noon the 25th to noon the 26th. Any discussion or questions on that? If nothing, Jamie, you can call for a vote. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Yes. McGinty? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Brenny? Yes. We're going to council forum. Water tower looks nice. He must have came in for a little while until it chips off the heels off. Yeah. It'll look good for Rag Bray. The only thing that we're going to bring up, weren't we going to white rock in front of Chicago there a little bit? White Rock for Chautauqua. Building coming in for dust and here. We're, uh, we're going to spray spray the dust down with the, the tar. Um, Tom actually talked to me today about that. He's had, he's had trouble getting a hold of the tar company, so the county gave him a couple other num numbers to get a hold of, see if they can do it. But, the, yeah, our intention is to have that sprayed down before. Are they going to do the gravel going out that way, too, out of town for the... RVs and stuff to leave, or? That would be the county's going to do that. Okay. I think we're just talking about water, I think. Oh. I don't think the county would do that for that long because you're talking like three miles of gravel, mm -hmm. and it's be very expensive. I did ask them if they would be willing to put water down to hold the dust down, and that should be for as long as it, that's being. It's about a three-hour window where that will be hitting it hard. If it gets watered, you know, the night before, mm -hmm. that should be good enough. Uh, Worchus is aware of it. Uh, so they know that there's some way more traffic than normal going by them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you would want to try to treat that much gravel unless somebody wanted to write a hundred, literally probably a hundred thousand dollar check for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, and then they go ahead and they'll tuck those alleys that are down here before they spray it, right? I was wondering if we had it on the schedule to kind of before they spray it, we usually scrape the top off, you know? scrape it and clean it up so they're good. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do holes good. and stuff in town? What's that? Have they done the holes and stuff that they have? Uh, they've done quite a few of them, and then they're picking up some more of the... Are they going to do the one down edge? here by this intersection where you turn off of the highway? Right here, by the sign? There's a little pothole there by that sign. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I can mention that. I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of bike traffic probably going down there. Mm -hmm. And if somebody hits that hole, it might not be good for them. Okay. The other question I have, too, is on Sunday, since... Is they going to work any later on that day if we're hauling garbage out, or how is that going to work for their normal work? Because aren't they going to work 7 to 4, or are they going to do like a 9 to Sunday? Six? Yeah. Now it's going to be, most of them will be coming in at noon and work till 8. Perfect. That would be nice. And then the police will be, the police will be on some different schedules, the water guys, and will be a little bit different, and then uh, I'll probably be there as long as John's there, and that's all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were there more like four hours. John yeah, is here. I was there all night. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take a nap. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, there was an article in the Des Moines Register, I think it was a Sunday Register, about the communities under 50,000 uh, population in Iowa. There will be 225 million coming. Uh, you know, to our you know smaller cities, 
Um, I think it's something, you know, we should just probably kick around as to how we're going to decide where we're going to prioritize what we can spend. There are some guidelines. I didn't bring the, the article with me, but there are some guidelines of what we can and can't use it for. You know, is that something we want to have a council meeting? And, and I asked Jamie, what type of time frame should we start talking about it, or is there plenty of time? That we I, I would say, because you have four years to use it in, uh, once we get our first payment, which could be somewhere uh, in the next month or so, um, would be probably a good time. So it's like an August, September time frame discuss because, you know, it'd be good to probably have whatever project you want to use that for if it's going to be a, a larger project. Have it ready by this winter so we can bid it out in the spring and get it done. Um, but yeah, I think we're... I think we're getting our 290000 somewhere in there. Okay. And then we only get half and half, so you get half this year, then next year you'll get the other half. That's a good that is a good tip. That is a good tip. I tried to kill her to die, but I didn't die. Yeah. Hey, Curtis, just remind me, this is the COVID money? What's the yeah, it's money? from the COVID relief money. And there are things that it can't be used. I mean, it can't be used basically for ongoing expenses, for tax relief, any of that kind of stuff. Is my understanding. And primarily infrastructure. And there's some other things. But, yeah, once we, you can't get bonuses to police officers. That's what I've heard. We'd have a um, work session and discuss the details of what can be used for and all that. We can do that. Okay. Um, somebody brought a uh, concern to my attention that there's a bunch of mushrooms growing on the playground equipment and the wood chips down here in Chautauqua Park. Can we get rid of them? Those are new wood chips. I'll have to check. I don't know. They sent the me a picture. down here? Yep. They sent me a picture yesterday, and there was a mm -hmm. whole bunch of mushrooms growing in yeah, the wood I'll chips. I'll check like that a out. bunch. Yeah, because we just put that in there last, last year, year before, no chips. This is yeah. the first time it's gotten moisture since you put them in there. Probably. Yeah. There's a ton of them. She's, I mean, she sent me a video of them walking around. <clears throat> yeah, I'll say something to Dylan. Yeah. I guess I need to just have kids playing on it. That's probably not safe. I had a couple people calling with concerns about fireworks around the 4th of July and pets and those kind of things. And it's, I'll just... We, we had pretty good, this year was very good for people not lighting them when they're not supposed to do this fight. I think this is the least complaints we've taken. The worst, the worst day around our area was the 4th, and that's yep. the 4th. Yep. I, mean. I mean, for those hours, outside of those hours that were set, we had very few complaints. Yeah. Compared to usual. Clock, it was quiet pretty well. Yep. It was, people did a very good job this year. And they quit at a decent time. That's what I mean, yeah. Very, yeah. very respectable this year, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just yeah. You're always going to have people with... What's that? We had a nice display down yeah, there's a lot of them around town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is nice. I mean, we yeah. went outside and watched at our house, watched yeah. the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, like, seven yeah. different ones. Yeah. 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 Kind of fun. The other thing I think probably it's appropriate to congratulate the Sac Sun on 150 years of providing news to Sac City and the surrounding area. And thanks wow. for your part in that, Dale. And um, you probably yeah. aged well. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quite a milestone, and I think that's a great great asset for the community. 
speech? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ernest, do you know how many uh, complaints there were? Roughly? Not offhand, but is that going to be? Um, is there going to be more details about that in the in the monthly? It's report? on our monthly report of big fireworks complaints. So. Like I said, it was very few. Thank you. Right. One. One? No, because I had one. One. That was the only one we had. So she's worked it. She worked it. So yeah. Because yeah. oh, wow. I made sure to drive around and just remind people, hey, yeah. it's a lot of complaints on Facebook. Anyhow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody likes to do it online, complaining. That doesn't count. Eight o'clock in the yeah. morning on Sunday when I'm trying to sleep. sleep that was a guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not legally allowed till ten o'clock, if my memory is right. Mm -hmm. That's later. Yeah. No, 11. 11. 11. Yeah. It was 11 for some of the nights, 10 o'clock for others. Yeah. No, for, for uh, starting time in the day. Oh, I didn't have to pay attention to that. I, go, I worked at 7. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was 11 on the 4th of July, 10 on the rest of them, and it starts at noon. It starts at noon. Okay, yeah. But just from listening, I didn't hear. That's what I usually hear. At the after hours. No, we couldn't complain on that way at all. No. I'll be at the city manager summer conference tomorrow through Friday, so if anybody needs anything, call John. <laughs> I'll make it up. <laughs> I'll move to adjourn. I'll second. A motion to adjourn in a second. Jamie, call for a vote. Pruning. Yes. Perry. Yes. Mailer. Yes. McGinty. Yes. Ready? Yes.